Welcome to the New American Weekly. I'm Kate Daly. This show is not like any other talk show. This weekly wrap-up cuts right through to the truth about our world, our country, and the propaganda. It's not about the right or the left. It's about the truth. We need to question everything. Let's do this. Hi there to you. I hope that you got through your holidays and off to a uh, 2024 start. <laughs> I hope that um, I hope that this year brings you happiness and joy. I really do. It's going to be, it might be a tumultuous year, who knows, but um, that's what we keep hearing about anyway. In the Chinese uh, almanac, it's the year of the dragon, which is actually supposed to be luck and it's supposed to be power and it's supposed to be all these things, but it's also very sly. The dragon is very sly. And I do feel like there's going to be a lot of things that happen this year and preparatory for 2025 and 2026, which are years for the digital ID. That's what's coming. And if you if you check out, you can you can actually see that I'm telling the truth. Go check out like Delta and American Airlines. These guys in their apps have things all set up already for the implementation of digital ID. And if you're going to go to a certain country, you've got to have certain identification um, certain vaccinations, uh, your health, everything wants to be on this digital ID. And I also think they're bringing in digital currency. So we've got two things to look out for. And I think this year, if you're going to do any prepping, if you're going to kind of preparatory for what's coming, like um, monetarily kind of shore things up, those kinds of things, I think that's, t- you try to do that this year. Um, I don't know how many opportunities we'll have, but I think that this is a really good year to do that before... Before things change, and there might not be a lot of opportunity to do that. So my Patriot Supply, um, you can go to uh, preparewithkate.com, actually, and get prepared. Preparewithkate.com. And join me there, because there's lots of lots of deals there. But, you know, look at the New American for truth. Um, there's some wonderful things going on with truth and, and good reporters that are left. <laughs> there's not very many of them, but... I find many of them at the New American, um, thenewamerican.com. You can still get unbiased news. And we've got to really sort of look at what's upon us right now. Today, it's the border. And this week, it's the border. Some concentration on the border. Now, the other concentration has been who is who leads Harvard. Um, who cares who leads Harvard? Who really cares? Have you ever cared about who sits at the throne at Harvard? Before in your life, before the media told you, the mass media told you that you should care about it? We have two things going on. We have the border. We have the truth about violence and guns in this country and what's coming across the border in violence and guns. Who's coming across the border? What age group? I have some truth in, um, in, in that scenario for you. So I want to give you some of the facts about our past so that you can kind of look at what's going on right now. And um, know where to be alarmed and why to be alarmed in certain areas and um, in violence. So we'll talk about violence a little bit. And also talking more with um, the state treasurer of Utah, Marlo Oaks, about these NACs. The NAC, the natural asset company, which enables foreign enter, uh, you know, foreign interests like China to come over Saudi Arabia, to come over and to purchase America public lands public property, monuments, national monuments, manage them, manage farmland, um, manage these entities, and it goes to the highest bidder. America's up for sale. And the vote, so the SEC is looking at this proposal. And if they adopt this proposal January 18th, America gets bound by um, 
interests, foreign interests, special interests like BlackRock, who are then able to say in the name of climate change, we can make it so this property can't provide any food for you, can't provide any mineral extraction, all in the name of climate change. Remember at the COP28 when they said, we're going to go now on steroids, we're going to, we're going to hit our goals. We're going to do all these things, right? To the American people, we're going to make sure that around the world we're adhering to climate, new climate policies, things like that. This is how they do it. Now, the thing you need to know about it, the reason I'm mentioning it again is because um, in your local communities, which really make up America, over 3,000 counties, your county commissioners and your cities are enabling things called conservation easements to make it more possible for these special interests to enact these NACs, these natural asset corporations, these companies that can come in and buy American lands and then sit on them, curtail them, make sure that they don't produce anything. We have a whole nation of wealth, right? We've got a whole nation of minerals and all. We, we can totally sustain ourselves unless we're managed and co-opted by other countries. We're basically selling out America. It's the biggest land grab in history, the biggest land grab in history is going on right now. And no one's talking about it. They want you to talk about the har- who leads Harvard. Who cares? I don't, I've never once cared who's president of Harvard. Just like today, I could care less who's president of Yale. Okay. Both institutions have a lot of problems. I, could, I, I don't care. What I do care about is selling out America to the highest bidder. And they're called NACs. And the date was only prolonged because of a little tiny bit of outcry from the people and three senators that wrote a letter. They don't even tell people about it. They just wrote a letter. So look, we have that huge problem going on right now. This is big and you need to write to your senators, your congressmen. I don't have a lot of faith in the feds at this point. I think that it's so swampy in DC that I don't know that there's even anyone there anymore that's worth their salt that would even listen. But when you reach out, they do take that information in. So it's worth reaching out because you've got to do everything you can do in the fight for America. Um, And I would definitely go to your county commissioners, the people that you live amongst your local representation, let them know that, you know, that these um, easements that they, that they are geared and wired to put in the ones that they know agenda 30, make sure that you, that they know you realize what they're doing. Because outing it and exposing it is going to be the only disinfectant for, for what's going on in our country, okay? Um, and mention these easements, these conservation easements. You guys remember when the contract for the Conservation Act in 2014 basically said, okay, at the end, that you were giving your land away to the Conservation Act to the United States and its successor, Who's the successor of America? America's America. The buck stops there. Not necessarily. Now you probably understand what they were talking about, right? Now we get it. Now we understand who the successor could be. You have enough special interests buying enough public and private lands and then making it so we can't produce food. They, they own the air above it. They own the minerals below. They own every piece and part of it. This is a really good time to get a land patent on the land that you own, which means that you own everything underneath and on top of that land, which you don't right now. All you're given right now is a certificate of like lease of, of, for, your, for your mortgage. You are not given a land patent. They stopped doing that in the 1940s. 
for a reason. They stopped giving you land patents for a reason. And they are giving you something that looks like a patent, but it's not. Okay. And it, it's, it looks like ownership, but it's not. And a lot of people don't realize that. So they stopped doing that in the 40s for a reason um, because co-opting America was in the line sight clear back at that time. And so now as Americans, we have to get a little smarter. This is the year to get a land patent on your land, shore up all your financials with gold, text Birch Gold 989898, text that phone number right now, text my name, Kate, get everything backed with gold, buy gold and silver from Birch Gold. They're amazing. I've had listeners reach out and go, oh my gosh, that was amazing. It was quick. It was fast. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I got all that done. It's just like backing up computer files. This is the year to get prepared. This is the year to go prepare with Kate. Go and get food storage. Go and make sure that you have everything for an EMP if that happens. Make sure that you are completely shored up 100% no matter what happens. Preparedness frees the mind. I spent my uh, Christmas vacation um, reorganizing my house and organizing and throwing stuff out. And it was really freeing, actually. It was a really good thing. Most women like to hang on to stuff. Men like to just chuck it. Um, it could be vice versa sometimes, but for the most case. And I, it was hard to get rid of stuff, but I did it and I felt really proud of myself. So what I'm telling you is this is the year. Get prepared. Make sure that you're doing everything in your power to get prepared and Make sure you're ready for anything that could happen. Short everything up with gold, your IRAs, everything. You can do that for free. Text 989898. Text my name, Kate. I'm going to come back and I have some really solid information for you on violence. And I want to bring this to your attention because nobody else is. Okay? Be right back on the New American Weekly with Kate Daly. Self-reliance. It's not a phrase we hear much in our culture these days. It might conjure up images of pioneers, the West, rifles, strapping men and strong women. But what does it mean for us in today's world? The New American Magazine has just released its latest collector's edition, Self-Reliance, Foundation of Freedom. In it, the New American authors outline the necessity of self-reliance for a free people, tips for self-reliant living, and the importance of not giving up hope. This unique edition includes articles on the self-sufficiency of the founders, preparing for a worst-case scenario, firearms, financial self-reliance, the importance of community, and many other topics by expert writers. Now, for a limited time, The New American is offering a bundle of three collector's editions, Self-Reliance, The Great Reset, and Trump World, for just $19.95. A great stocking stuffer, available at shopjbs.org. Visit shopjbs.org today. Hi there. Welcome back. The New American Weekly from thenewamerican.com with Kate Daly. Wrapping up the headlines this week. And I I assure you that the most important headline is not who is heading Harvard. (laughs) And also two companies going to the moon, Um, two tech companies. Um, That is, it's not what we should be concentrating on. They're going to be selling out our country piece by piece, property by property, other countries, special interests, BlackRock, places like this, owning pieces of America. That's a big deal. The other big deal, and so January 18th's target date for that, make sure that you're commenting, make sure that you are doing something about this and talking to every person in um, legislation, cities, 
stop the um, issuing of conservation easements that make it possible to steal these properties. This is a this is a new thing. It's called uh, the natural asset, right? And uh, company, um, I think RFK uh, outed this a little bit. It talked about it a little bit. But RFK is also very much into climate. So for the reasons that companies would do this and buy into climate change and stop the production of anything, right? Stop the production of food, stop the production of, of gas and oil in the name of climate. He might like that part of it, right? Let's hope he doesn't like the buying and the buying off, you know, the selling off of our country. In any case, this is a big, big deal. And no one's talking about it. In fact, um, like leaders in my state, like senators and congressmen in my state got noticed two months ago and didn't even say anything to the American public, didn't even say anything to our state, um, to, to the citizenry of my state. So this is going on all over. The only uh, treasures that are talking about this are the ones in Idaho, the one in Nebraska and the one in Utah. They're the only ones talking about it. And they're state treasures of all people, right? Nobody in legislation is talking about this with the American people. And we're about to be sold out. It's the biggest headline, actually, but no one's talking about it. The other one is our country being overrun, our country being absolutely overrun. Now, there's a lot of talk about violence, okay? And we're seeing certain cities like Chicago, which have violence all the time, okay? So we realize this. But it was really kind of interesting. I, I did some work on the past and the, the, the state of violence in America. And from what I found, this is kind of fascinating, actually. From what I found, we didn't really have a lot of school shootings and um, until the last couple of decades. When even we could bring guns to school, there really weren't a lot of shootings. There really weren't a lot of anything going on. And what I found kind of fascinating about it is that the reasons why we say violence in America, but where's the violence actually coming from? Is it coming from within America or is it coming from without? That's the question you should be asking, okay? I don't know if you guys remember this, but in the Wayback File, 2014, 10 years ago, under Obama, the Homeland Security Secretary that changed up the border to allow people to come across the border, okay, Jay Johnson, horrible, horrible, horrible uh, Homeland Security Secretary. And by the way, Homeland Security came up right after 9-11, And no one questioned it because of 9-11, and it absolutely has no validity in the Constitution to exist. The Department of Homeland Security should not even exist. There is no place for it. There is no constitutional authority for it. They just did it in hopes that nobody would say anything about it in the wake of of 9-11. But they had it planned for a long time, okay? And here resides a lot of your CIA is actually in, in Department of Homeland Security. So Jay Johnson comes out and he says gun control is critical for homeland security, suggesting that Americans should disarm (laughs) to stop homegrown terrorism. Now, you've had a decade now from that statement. Okay, he wanted everyone to get rid of their guns so that we would stop homeland terrorism. Was that a thing? Was homeland terrorism a thing? That means terrorism by Americans to Americans. Or do we just have certain amounts of crime? But is it terrorism by Americans to Americans? Because he wanted everyone to disarm because of this. I can't make this up. 
This happened on CBS, and he said it was critical to public safety. Public safety, public safety. That's all I've heard about this week. Everyone chiming in on public safety, except this time it's for COVID. Back then, it was for violence. It was for security of the nation, okay? To the same guy, Jay Johnson, secretary at that time under Obama, who was allowing the Border Patrol to make sure that they were at least an hour away from the border so that they couldn't control the border and also let people run across the border. Now, in talk radio all across the country and on TV pundits, um, you'll get a little more from talk radio. And I'm a conservative. Yet I can realize, too, that the conservatives are very interesting because we, we seem to talk about, oh, the border, the border, and we blame the Democrats but the problem right now is that we're, we're not exactly looking at both sides of the picture to understand what's really going on in America and how it's being invaded right now and who the blame should actually be assigned to. So as conservatives, we like to go, well, those Democrats, those Democrats, King Dingling and the Democrats, OK, Biden and the Democrats. And Biden, of course, saying in the press this week, well, if I had money from Congress, I could do it. So he's blaming the Republicans. OK. When we had the power under Trump, we had the House, the Senate, and the presidency. We didn't do anything about it. We didn't didn't build a wall. Now, we seem to have enough money in billions to be able to write a check for $100 billion to the Ukraine. But we don't have enough money to build walls. Now, what I don't hear on our side of the aisle is the fact that why do we still have tunnels going from under the border and all through uh, America? And why does the FBI know about these and why are they watching them? but they don't do anything about them. And they consistently say to people, and I know this because I've talked to whistleblowers, we just watch them. We watch them. We watch to see what they're doing. They might bring bombs across, you know, in these tunnels. No, they're bringing ammunition through. They're bringing guns through. And there was a lady um, across the pond in Europe that was outing the fact that she was asked by her government, she runs a, a, a B&B, she was asked by the government to house these, these young men Okay, that were migrants, that were illegals to their country. And then, of course, she was told that she was going to get shipments of things. And she didn't know what was in the shipments. And she was told not to ask about the shipments. Don't ask about those. You're not supposed to know what's in it. We'll tell you when you can open them. We'll tell you when you can see them finally. But there was never a date given or anything. So she peeked. <laughs> Wouldn't anyone? This woman that owns this Airbnb, she peeked and she saw a lot of guns, a lot of munitions. Okay. Are we being infiltrated at our border? Do we have a serious, serious infiltration like we've never seen before at the border? Yes. The answer to that is yes. Will the violence come from that? Are people being brought into the country? They're not children. We keep getting shown pictures of children. They're not children. They are absolutely young soldier types, okay? Um, we're bringing people from all over the world in through our border, not just South Americans looking for a nice job at picking lettuce. That is not what's going on. These are people that could could very much use munitions. It's kind of like creating a standing army in America against Americans. We don't have a homegrown terrorism problem. We have an invasion problem. And that invasion problem is coming across the border with munitions. That is our problem, honestly. That's the deal. And we better realize it because we're not understanding. We're not getting it that that's our problem. 
I'm going to come right back. I have so much more to tell you and some facts to give you that I think might blow your mind a little bit. Let's blow your mind, okay? Uh, The New American Weekly wrapping up the weekly, the most important issues, wrapping them up right now on the New American Weekly with Kate Daly. I'll be right back. Hey, America. How tired are you of mainstream corporate media's biased narratives and manipulated news? Their dishonesty and attempts to influence this generation have been exposed, put on display for anyone who's even half paying attention. But the New American Magazine has been an honest source of news and commentary for over 50 years. This is your opportunity to receive the stalwart of principled journalism at a deep discount. Picture a beautifully published magazine arriving at your doorstep twice a month, packed with insightful stories written with integrity. It's also available digitally on the New American's mobile app. Get up to speed with intelligent coverage from a freedom perspective. Right now, for a limited time, the New American is available to radio listeners at a 25% discount on a new subscription. Visit thenewamerican.com slash radio25 and receive 25% off. Subscribe today at thenewamerican.com slash radio25. Welcome back. New American Weekly here wrapping up. What's most important about this week? I mean, come on, we don't have a lot of time, right? I'm Kate Daly, your host. We don't have a lot of time to peruse through 5,000 hours of talk radio and all these different articles to try and figure out the truth. So what I try to do on this show is really get to the basics, like the things that are really hitting us hard in this nation and how we're going to fight them, get our country back. And I know you love this country. You wouldn't be listening, tell you the truth. Make sure and go to the New American Weekly. They actually have the journalists that I respect and That's a short list, let me tell you. There's not very many I respect. Just because I've been following a lot of people's work for years and years and years, I don't trust anyone in mainstream. And the new American isn't mainstream, okay? Also go to Balance of Nature, balanceofnature.com. Put in the code Kate. It's the only product. That and uh, Activate FIQ. These are the two products that I use. And um, Balance of Nature is awesome. Balance of Nature, you just put in my name. You get 35% off and free shipping, but it's 31 fruits and vegetables a day. That's how good it is. And I'm not going to tell you about a product that doesn't work. I just have no reason to. Okay. So this is the year to get healthy, get short up, get prepared, make sure every, everything that you have control over is good to go. There's a lot of things that are lied about. There's a lot of things in the mainstream media that are just honestly, they're just lies. I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. Okay. I'm just one of those people. I just got to say it because I'm not sure how to make you feel good about that, but that's not my job, right? It's just to say, look, this is what's going on. Here's a clip from Eric Holder. This is 1995. Remember Eric Holder? Fast and Furious? Yeah. Um, Here's 1995 under Clinton talking about how they're going to brainwash you and how they're going to brainwash the youth. Here we go. Uh, I've also asked the school board to make a part of every day some kind of anti-violence, anti-gun message. Every day, every school, at every level. One thing that I think is clear with young people and with adults as well is that we just have to be repetitive about this. It's not enough to simply have a, a catchy ad on a Monday and then only do it every Monday. We need to do this every day of the week and just really brainwash people into thinking about guns in a vastly different way. Wow. I mean, he doesn't mince words there, does he? That was Eric Holder. We have to brainwash you into thinking about guns in a very, very vastly different way. What? <laughs> okay. Um, boy, I mean, their clips are so damning, you know? I don't have to even say anything. 
But here's the deal. It was after that that we started getting the real, like the school shooting done by the mysterious guy who doesn't have any friends, who's between the age of 18, usually, and 30, the loner. Um, And um, this is the person that goes in and shoots up anonymous people in a school. We started getting those, okay? Now, what's fascinating about that is you can say a lot of things point to violence in this country. And my point today is to try to have everyone understand that the violence will come from without the country into the country, across the border, not necessarily within our country. Do we have violence? Yes, but we are actually have such a low rate of violence that it's not, it can't even calculate to a 1%. It can't even get to that number for gun violence in the United States. Why? Because we're armed. That's why. Arming us, the ability for that God-given right to be armed has helped us keep the rate of violence very low in America. Now, if you watch mainstream, you're not going to believe that because you're going to see school shootings and you're going to see all these things all the time, right? And the media is going to sit on that topic and they're going to sit there for 24, 48, 72 hours a week and they're going to bombard you with headlines about violence, violence, violence. But it's actually not true. We have one of the lowest rates of violence in America because we're armed, okay? People think twice because they know that 90% or somewhat of that number over that is armed in America. Okay. That's the thing that saves us. It isn't the thing that hurts us. You know, God fearing Americans with a gun to, to self defend and defend their family is not the problem here. What they're trying to hide ladies and gentlemen is that it's coming across the border and that it's all done under the guise of, well, just the immigrant that wants a better life and wants to work out in the fields and wants to do all those jobs Americans don't want. They just want a chance to come over. That's all it is, people. That's what they're trying to say to you. That's why they, they keep doing the bleeding heart message. Women, children, those kinds of things. But what's really coming over when you look at the footage is young men and arms. I think arms are in the tunnels. I think uh, they're coming through the tunnels. I think that um, they're coming through in shipments by ship. I think that we have an infiltration. We have an invasion in this country of young, um, healthy males from other countries who probably don't like us. And I think there's going to be a lot of people on the payroll to cause a lot of harm. Now, why would that be? Why would they need to do that? Well, the big selling point is we have things to take away your liberty to make you safe. And I think there's a lot of that in the messaging going on right now. Okay. I think there's a lot of, we're going to make you safe. So therefore trust us because this is something that we can control. If we can take away just a little bit more of your liberty, TSA you a little bit more and digital ID you and everything else, we're going to get the bad guys. Now it's not true. The, the, we're not at each other's throats. We don't all hate each other. Go sit at a game. Go sit in line or stand in line at Disneyland. Go anywhere in the country right now where it's a mixed group of anonymous people together. You don't see people at each other's throats and fighting and violence. You don't see it. Okay. All you see is the occasional, which I think are more false flags. You see the occasional event of a loner who randomly wants to shoot people. But here's... Here's the thing. That's not usual. Okay. And I went back into history and I started looking at all the events in history and I started looking at mass public shootings per decade. 
And um, this is when everyone had a gun, not a problem at all, okay? And if you go back like the 1910s, they had two shootings. 1920s, two. 1930s, nine. 1940s, eight. This is the whole entire nation, by the way. 1960s, six. 1970s, 13. Do you want to know what those events were? Okay. Those events, and this is up to about the time that Eric Holder said we need brainwashing in this country. We need things that brainwash people into thinking about guns in a vastly different way. What's interesting is, is they were always about a certain person. There was always an event about targeting somebody that they didn't like. There was always a moment where it was, it was, it could be very, very explained as far as who the person was after what they were trying to to do, like a 21, or, or let's just say this, like um, a 25-year-old man who went to the school to shoot a family member, or a 17-year-old because he was involved in a drug deal, okay, that was near the school, so they counted it, like things like that, all right? Um, and it was usually because of somebody. Somebody wanted to get back at a teacher, so they went in hunting down that teacher or hunting down a student for whatever reason, Okay. Those were the incidences. They weren't random. They weren't anonymous. They didn't just go in to shoot up 20 kids. It didn't happen. It couldn't have happened. Do you know how hard it is to shoot 20 people moving objects? Do you know how difficult that is? So what we're told about violence, the the fact that we're told we're racist and we all hate each other and that we live in a very violent country, okay, I think it's all coming from the outside. I don't think it's coming from the inside. And I say that in all sincerity. After looking back at and, and going through each decade, okay, what's so crazy about this, and by the way, in 2020, I guess all the people that want to commit those kinds of acts, they just kind of sort of stayed at home. What are the odds? If you're crazy and you want to shoot people up, you just stay at home? Does that make any sense to anybody? Why wouldn't you go into a house or a facility and take everybody out if you're crazy? Why would, it, why would the event of 2020 stop you from being crazy, in other words? It wouldn't. Makes no sense. But in 2020, we sure got a lull, right? When the nation was locked down, it locked down the crazies. Did you know that? And then all of a sudden, everybody's free again, and we get a lot more school shootings. We get a lot more of the crazy happening. The unexplained crazy. And that's my point. It's always unexplained. Why is that? It doesn't make any sense, folks. We're not a very violent country. We are a very armed country for a reason, which is very good. It keeps the crime rate very, very low. Under 1% our entire nation, that's offered up by the FBI. They can't, it's under 1% gun violence in America. But you would think, watching the headlines, that gun violence is all we have and it's everywhere. Within our own country. Be right back on the New American Weekly. Are you fed up with where our nation is headed? Here at the John Birch Society, we know how to fix a reckless, corrupt, and out-of-control government. It starts with patriots like you. We believe the only way to liberty and national sovereignty is to not only understand what's in our founding documents, but demand that every elected official adhere to them. The Constitution is America's only solution. Join the John Birch Society today. Visit us at jbs.org.
Welcome back. New American Weekly with Kate Daly dialing down the issues for today, um, for this week. And let me just tell you, the overall, the NAC is the biggest thing. The natural asset companies allowing foreign interest to come in and buy up America, control it. More importantly, control it because they'll control the management of it. Saudi Arabia could control the management of our public lands, monuments, even private land farming, you name it. Okay. How do you control a nation? How do you get them into economical chaos? Well, you sell it off to the highest bidder. That's the exact reason why we're getting all of these um, headlines on the debt right now. Usually the media doesn't like to concentrate. The government doesn't like to concentrate on its debt. But I have a feeling that they'll try to sell us on this natural asset company selling off our country piece by piece by telling us it's how we'll get out of our national debt. It's a plan to help alleviate the debt and let these foreign interests come in and own our country. That is going to be the guise in which it happens is, oh, look at our debt. Oh my gosh, $34 trillion. What? Oh my gosh, there's no way. 20 years ago, uh, Pastor Rod Parsley brought up the fact that if you took every building in America and every piece of property in America and anything that's worth anything in America, you would have to sell that out. You would have to sell that three times over. This was 20 years ago. You would have to sell it out three times over for what we owed back then. And now we owe $34 trillion. And so the last 20 years, it's just multiplied and multiplied and multiplied. And when COVID hit, they used the opportunity to go from billions to trillions all of a sudden. And then we were um, really into the trillion bracket quite heavily um, with COVID bucks. Okay. We didn't need to do that with all that money. And I could, I could do a whole show just about that right now, but in any case, they're going to try to sell it as a plan to help us. And you should get behind this. And selling off our country to the highest bidder is going to be a good thing. It's not. It's horrific. It guts America. Property ownership and the owning of America by another country. Can you even imagine? Okay. So there's that. There's also the question that nobody can answer. Nobody can answer. I really like Trump, but I'm wondering why he's running again if he knows it's fixed. <laughs> Why do you run if you know it's fixed? It doesn't make a lot of business sense. And I know he's a business guy. So I'm just, you know, I know that the presidencies are more fixed than we want to understand or think. But the whole thing over the ballots was to give legitimacy over the election process. You guys realize that, right? It's about giving legitimacy to the process. Um, it's about making it look very real. So there's a fight over it. So the Supreme Court has to get involved and Trump hasn't been, hasn't committed a crime. He's only been accused of a ridiculous thing. He has not actually been convicted of anything. So there should be no fight about this. The Supreme Court should just laugh about this whole thing. But there's a legitimacy factor going on here. Now, when we get to violence, I just want you to keep in mind that any shooting that took place before the last several decades, okay? It was really interesting because it was really about targeting somebody. That's usually why somebody wanted to go in and shoot somebody in a school. It was never about going in randomly just to shoot up anonymous people. Now, you can blame video games. You can blame a lot of things, but I just don't feel like that's the case. I feel like those are more managed events than they are natural events. Do you get my drift? They're more managed events, okay? Um, 
there was a gentleman down in, I think it was Texas, and his parents were concerned because he had some mental problems and the FBI was hanging out at their house and hanging around and hanging around and got him a driver's license. And all of a sudden this kid's sitting in front of a bank with a bomb in the truck. And he said, well, my FBI friends, you know, got me all these things. My FBI friends that were hanging around the house and the parents even asked the FBI to stop hanging out with their 21 year old son who had um, issues, mental issues, who wasn't supposed to have a driver's license, but did. I think that, um, and they were courageous to come out and talk about it, but I think we have more managed events and we do natural ones. And I think that's for a purpose and it's to showcase how totally violent we are. Just all of a sudden the whole country just became so violent, hate each other, hate anonymous people for no reason. That doesn't make sense. Actually, folks, it just doesn't make sense. And when things don't make sense, you got to look a little deeper. So we have all of these things going on in our country. We have everyone's racist. Everyone hates each other, even though You can go to an airport and realize you can go at a bus stop. You can go to a game. You can go to Disneyland, stand in line with any color of any person, any religious affiliation, and you don't have a problem, right? We're not at each other's throats. The violence would only be coming from without, but they can't admit that. Because if they admit that, then you realize how treasonous those running the country are because they're allowing our country to be overrun. That's the problem. So... They can't admit it. We have guns coming in from all over. You won't see a lot of talk show hosts talking about the tunnels underneath our country, under the border. You won't see a lot of people talking about the ship crates that, that come over full of weaponry. You won't, they won't talk about those things. All they'll keep doing is going after the low-hanging fruit of blaming, well, it's the Democrats' fault. How is it the Democrats' fault? We have the House. Why are we not doing anything? And why didn't we do anything in 2017 when we could have? We could have gotten rid of Obamacare and we could have got, we could have built a wall. Why did we not? What you won't hear because they don't want to admit they had to, they had to blame it on the scapegoats, which was the mind, the minority, which was the Democrats. Okay. So they play this back and forth game of blame. So they don't have to do anything today. They were touring the border, touring the border. Why are you touring it? You know what's going on. We're being infiltrated every single day, right? There's millions coming through the border undocumented. We don't know who they are from all kinds of different countries being imported here. A mini standing army, well, not a mini, a standing army that could be used against us at any moment. Okay. All they have to do is have a couple of disasters, um, managed disasters. I'll say managed. Um, and you know, who do you have? You have people that aren't American. You have cops that are illegals now, California, Chicago, they're getting badges. We're, California is giving uh, health care, right? Taxpayer-funded health care to illegals. We've got all kinds of problems going on now um, in sort of taking them on without any vetting process. The founders wanted a vetting process for a reason. And it wasn't just about changing politics. You're being told that we need more. All it's, all it's about from the talk show hosts, my, cons- my conservative talk show hosts, right, are telling you, well, it's all about changing the voter rolls. They don't need to. There's enough voter fraud. They don't need to get the bodies in here that are that are Democrats, okay, coming from their socialist countries. It's more about changing the face of America through infiltration and violence from the outside because we don't have enough of it inside because we're an armed country. As long as we're armed, we have a chance to defend ourselves against it, but there's been a concerted effort to take away our Second Amendment for a reason. Because then when you have a standing army here with lots of munitions, you don't stand a chance. And when the cops are illegals, you don't stand a chance, right? 
They're changing us from within, just like they're gutting the country through the sale of our public and private lands, farming and mineral extraction to the highest bidder. Usually public comment is just optics. By then they've already created the decision and they're already going to do it. I'm not quite sure how much public comment we really have until January 18th, but I, I do think fighting for things is worth it. And I do think that I think we're all responsible for fighting for liberty in our own country. I think that it's worth doing, even if it doesn't result in anything, it's worth doing. Um, so contact your representation and put feet to the fire and stop letting them get away with, we have a, we have a nation that's just violent and racist. No, we don't. Racist is a really hardcore word. Okay. I think when they, when they did the whole uh, KKK um, event, and I can't remember what state it was in, I think they had all of like 300 people show up. I mean, we're not a racist nation. We're, we're far from it. But in 2023, they want to sell us as a racist nation. It creates headlines. It creates fear. We give up more liberty. We think everyone's at each other's throats. So what happens? Then we become at each other's throats because we think that's what's going on. It's a psychology play. And the violence is coming through our border. It's not coming from within. And school shootings, I would, I would actually ask more questions about those. I would... Take that to task. Does everything make sense? Is, is what's going on really what's going on? Because it's not natural to go in and just shoot up people that you don't know. That's not a natural thing. There's usually a reason somebody you want to go after. And through all of history, it was that way until the last two decades. Last two decades, and it really became about the school shooting, right, where lots of people um, um, are in the cross, you know, crossfire, and, and somebody goes in, and, and it's all anonymous. I'd keep an eye on that. I really would. There's something wrong with that narrative, okay, because it doesn't make sense to who we naturally are as people. So getting behind the headlines this week, those are the two things I think that are really the issues, really the problems, and... I'm so glad that uh, you've listened in because I I think you love this country as much as I do. And I just want to do everything we can do to save it. I really do. And you know what? I think there's a shot. We just have to get together as we the people. The founders didn't want a different king. They didn't want a different king. You know what they wanted? They wanted we the people to take over and we the people to run the country, to run a new government. That's the New American Weekly with Kate Daly.